we are back with another edition of the Daily Dots. And as always, well, almost as always, joined by the Brain Trust, Mr. Chase Taylor, uh, with, with, a, with a tailor-made macro update for you. How about that? Oh, that's... I, I'm, I'm stealing that one from you, and I'm not going to steal your thunder, and, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, I heard that from you the other day, and I was like, I got to throw that back at him. It's, it's tailor-made, baby. Um, so anyway, I had some interesting earnings out. Big tech ain't slowing down. Uh, is a little bit interesting on the rally today. Yesterday, no rate cuts was bad today. Apparently it was good. Uh, I mean, you didn't retrace the whole move, a little bit of bounce. Uh, where did we finish? What NASDAQ was up 1.3 S and P up 1.25. Uh, Russell 2000, was that up like 1.6? 1.3 is where it closed, yeah. 1.3. Uh, like we said, stocks like higher rates now. So everything was up, although rates were rates were down, especially the long end. Yeah, I, so I'm not understanding the rate action right now. Me neither. What, what, do you have any ideas? What's, I mean, they, this two, is getting, Two things. This is getting more and more, at least from my perspective, it's getting more and more unintelligible by the day, meaning I, I just... Yeah. So yeah, I, I do not disagree. So I'll run through the data and then what I think the market was pro- must have been looking at as far as why it did what it did. So we had some hot and some cold data. Um, as far as hot data, cons- uh, construction spinning was very strong again. So that seems to still be doing okay. The manufacturing ISM to me, it was very strong. We're, we're pushing near near 50. New orders flew higher. New orders minus inventories very much flew higher. Um, so I, I, looking at those charts, you probably need another one to like really confirm. But to me, it looks like manufacturing is, is at least trying really hard to bottom and probably has bottomed. Um, job cuts jumped up a little bit, but nothing crazy. They're still down year over year. Uh, but, but initial jobless claims and, and continuing jobless claims were... A, again, higher than expected. Um, so that is one of the things the market could be looking at why yields are down. And the other thing was at one point, uh, regional banks were down about 5%. So you had the NASDAQ up 1%, regional banks down 5% for a fun little um, you know, face-to-face view of one thing having a bad, bad, bad time and one thing having a good time that probably should care about the thing having a bad time. But um, that would be the way I looked at it. We also ended up getting um, vehicle sales, which... Probably skewed by a very cold uh, month, but but those were a little lower than expected and and lower than last month. But I think I think the weak banks and the fact that jobless claims ticked up is is probably why rates went down. We actually added, uh, I think it was like ended up being about twenty basis points something like that of of a cut worth in the next you know by the end of twenty twenty four today, which I would assume is directly related to the bank uh, problems. Here here's something I don't understand. <clears throat> that I've been thinking a lot about. Oh, and, pro- oh, and productivity was 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 better than expected. So productivity continues to come through pretty high. Wonder what that's. Wonder what's driving that. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> that's the tough thing about productivity is no no one can tell you. Well, yeah, and it, but yeah, but it, that's it's it's a very unreliable stat. Over the long run, it's not, but it's right, extraordinarily. Right. On, on a one-quarter basis, no, I think we've had three quarters in a row that were like, wow, okay. And and we fell from last quarter, but down to like what would be the high high end of the range of the last decade. So it's still very robust, and it was 0.7% higher than expected. 
I, I, I. But there's no way to point to what did it. What we, what's what, what's disappointing me right now in terms of being able to read through this is um, every data point that comes out. I feel like makes the picture more and more opaque, rather than like pointing into a direction. And I, I think something something very bizarre is going on, and and I can't and I cannot for the life of me try to. I, 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 I've spent many an hour sitting there thinking about it, rump, just going over the stuff. And it, it just, I, it's something very, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I just, I feel like <clears throat> it's starting to look to me like all the companies except Apple. One of the things, you know, one of the things I was talking about in 2021 is I, I probably came to this realization a little bit too slowly, but um, I, I really feel, and I still do to this day, I, I think Apple is a little bit different because of the nature of their business. And I still, I, I think they belong in the group, but I, I don't have anywhere near the level of conviction about it. Um, I'm starting to think that these tech stocks are just going to keep running and it, or not starting to think. I've thought that for a while that really the only threat to their business model anymore is legislative. They're swallowing the world. And, and with each, you know, every single period of time that goes by where, you know, the normal economy stocks and everything are faltering, they're just, and they're, and they keep growing revenue. They're just taking over a bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger swath of the, of the economy. So, so I'm starting to wonder if maybe you've got like this bifurcated economy, right? Where you could have a recession and still you see GDP advance and still see S&P earnings go up because, you know, look at the big tech names. Aren't they like 45% now of the earnings on the S&P 500? I don't know, but that's probably about right. I mean, they're like a third of the market cap. Why wouldn't they be more than a third of the earnings? So. Yeah. And so the only ones that are really grown earnings in the last like three years. And they're just going to keep spiraling into other stuff. I told you about the, the, the deals that we're dis- the deals that we're discussing with our audio company with a couple of those big <laughs> Meg sevens. No, and they're going to take over audio. And that's a small market compared to what they're doing. Sure. But I'm just saying they. But that's the point. Yeah, you look at their their ability. If they decide they want to take over an industry, they'll take it over in a year. Yeah. And and, and nobody can stop them. So M- minus I, yeah the. So I'm wondering trade if, authorities. You know, like you like, you know, do increased earnings? Does that play? In, I mean, how do they? How do, I don't even know how they like they they tabulate productivity. Do you know how it's ta- like what what are how they, they how they literally I mean the input is is literally just like output per per worker hour but that that leaves so much room for discussion on where it came from and stuff so like you know, of course like naturally anyone anyone right now is going to be like oh AI duh like but but probably not in my opinion like no it's not uh, it's not at a place to I've, do that. I've heard some arguments for certain technological uh things that are like starting to like work their way through or just work from home, like less time out on the road and stuff makes you more productive or I've heard people make good arguments. I don't remember any of the good details about it of some healthcare um, stuff that is actually maybe contributing, but that seems like who knows? Yeah. I've just always looked at, and I, you know, I don't think you and I ever had this discussion. I have just sort of over the longer run, I think it's interesting, but in shorter intervals, I've just always completely ignored it yeah so it's it's like so amorphous it's hard you can't it's like trying to nail down jelly to a wall like good luck but but you also know it's a massive driver and that you have to kind of you know have a feel for it yeah so the the one and i think i've made this example on the show but it's it's a good example of of how you can get a productivity gain from technology and that's that's starbucks where you used to have to sit in line or walk in the store and order and it if it was busy it took 15 minutes to get get your coffee 
which is annoying. Now you can just get on the app and be like, cool, I want my coffee. And you just show up and get it. You just walk in, grab your coffee and leave. It saves you time. It makes them more efficient. And since then, Starbucks sales have ripped. Like it is, it has been a big bottom line help for them. So if you think about it, they didn't need to hire 10 more people just because they let you order online. Their, their sales increased. Their productivity went up with the same amount of workers. So that's like a perfect encapsulation of, oh, they got more productive for no other reason than they let me order on an app. And if you, you know, broaden that out with all the different things that are happening, you know, tech, technology wise, then you can kind of get a feel for like, oh, okay, like I can see how, you know, the average uh, productivity could be moving higher. Did did Starbucks report today? No, it, it there's 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 was like two. No, I think it was like two days ago. I want to say. Okay. I think it was like like everyone. It was like bad in China and and, and like good in the U.S. I don't remember how it shook out broadly. I want to say they did okay, but I, I don't remember. What did did you look into? I was I was gone. I was gone yogaing <laughs> after the close. But did did you look into the uh, the Apple quarter at all? What not not in detail, but that, I'll sum it up. Uh, good in America, bad in China. Hilarious. I, I, revenue was finally went up year over year. I saw that, but um, they had a revenue increase year over year. Yeah, that's probably just from the increased price of the new Apple iPhone. I would assume. Yeah, but they're they're China. They're China. How much was revenue up? Oh, that I don't know. I'd have to look. But small. I, I, you went yoga and I went to food. So um, great job. I, I didn't for the dots. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take it either. Although just just to be clear, I don't. I don't go super deep on on all the any of the earnings really. Anyways, but. Um, their I know that their China revenue or or earnings I don't remember which it was supposed to be like thirteen percent growth and it was like ten so like pretty pretty rough although just watching the news flow like that that seemed like it would be kind of obvious but and that is is unlikely to get better same with Tesla like I don't expect Tesla or Apple to do much growing in China from here here forward plus Apple still has all the manufacturing in China risks so. Yeah, I you know look high quality company. I would you oh, know, yeah. I would love to get a chance to buy it. I just you're still. I mean, here, here you sit at 34 times earnings that's, for a company that's not growing. Yeah, that's not where I want to buy it. No, no, it's that's no bueno. Um, the other thing too, I will say this, and and if I'm wrong and it's a hit, uh, I'll eat it. Um, I think Tim Cook has done a good job, but I think that he's at the like like if Apple wants to go anywhere from here, I think they're going to need somebody else. Yeah, he's like he's a, not an innovator. To, to to go to the football side here, he, he's kind of he's like the quarterback. He's a game manager, right? Yeah, he he's he, he's going to screw it up, but he's 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 and no offense, Barry Switzer had some great teams, but to me, he's Barry Switzer replacing Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, right. And he's got a ring. He's going to walk around with his ring, talk about how he took the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and all that, and you're like Barry, no, no, you you drove Jimmy's car. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? Um. So what? Uh, where else? What what other data we got coming up this week? Let me look. Not much, I don't think. So tomorrow we'll get well, Meta. Meta, by the way, I we got jobs tomorrow, and I wanted to add to Meta before and earnings. You I wanted to add to our Meta position before earnings came out. I thought about and it too, and I spaced. I thought I I got I got it confused with PayPal next week, and I thought the earnings were up next week. I mean. I was going to double it. No, I, I literally wanted to add 150 basis points just because I figured it still would have been nice. Yeah. Well, because it was just the big one of the biggest reasons for it. And I'm kicking myself because I just I don't know why I just got I, I no excuses. Um, they, it, it was just such an easy year over year comp for him, too. I mean, it was just teed up. 
It was just yeah. teed up. No more, you know, the, he backed off the metaverse spending. The comps year over year were nuts. The valuations were still really, really subdued, especially when people are like, what do you mean? It's a 38 price earnings rate. And I'm like, well, yeah, guys, but it, it had one of the, it still had one of the metaverse uh, quarters in it. You know what I mean? So, which was just a, which was just an egg. Meta mistake. Yeah. yeah meta mistake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're up. Name back. I mean, we're, you know, we, we still, we're, we still had about a 3% position in them, didn't we? Uh, lighter than that, I'm afraid, but, yeah, yeah. but not, not terribly. Well, that's up 14% yeah. after hours. And Amazon up a little over seven. Hey, and heads Apple, up. Apple down about 3.3 on their, on their quarter. Yeah. That's going to weigh. Where are they? What's, um, hold on one second. Let me check this. So the queues after hours did not make it all the way to the highs of a couple of days ago, a few days ago, but Mag 7 put in a new high in after hours. Even with the drop in Apple? Yes. Is it at that right now? It, it is. What's a quote for the Mag 7? Can I pull it up? Yeah, you can use MAGS. It's an ETF that just holds Mag 7. Mags, baby. That's what I, I love. always use as my Mag 7 proxy. Oh, that's... I don't even know. It, it may not be a perfect proxy. They may have like some T bills hit, hidden there or something. But oh yeah, so it's just getting the meta ramp. Yeah, I mean, the, the, when one of your names goes up fourteen percent, you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, I mean, you're right there. So the previous fifty two week high on that bad boy is thirty five fifty four. You're at thirty five ninety eight. Okay, I'm showing thirty five seventy five. Oh well, you're probably got more. You've got. I so. don't know if it's you. Whose is right there, but. I mean, I would assume mine. Of course. There you go. On Yahoo, my Yahoo. I was about to say, I, I won't. I'm not going to say on the show what you're using, but <laughs> we hey, we have a Bloomberg terminal, people. It's just not in my <laughs> office right now. Uh, anyway, uh, what what? So another odd one. Oil just getting you 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 get you get great GDP reports, all, all this kind of stuff, and oil's just getting drilled. So that this is this is fun. This is one of my favorite things. You get a fake headline about uh, a massive ceasefire with Hamas and Israel. Um, turns out it's fake and they take it back. So you're up 1% when this happens. You go to down 4%. Then Al Jazeera deletes the tweet. And, and instead of going back to up 1%, you stay down like 2 2.5%. It's like, I've seen that kind of thing happen so many times. So so the editor at Al Jazeera had a zero day to option expiry on... Somebody did, that's for on, sure. Put on oil. Yeah, somebody somebody had some some fun with that. Well, you know, all that geopolitical risk needed to come out of oil at some point. Yeah, so we we added we added we added, yeah. Don't get me started on that. We we added a touch into that into the nastiness of that sell off because I was like, uh, I, I don't care if the war's over forever and the Houthis swear allegiance to America. Like, I, none of this impacts oil. It never has to begin with. Like, oil's down since the war started. Zero barrels were taken off the market. Zero barrels of uh, of demand were impacted. Like, it, it didn't do anything. You can. I mean, today suggests, yeah, okay, well, there, maybe there was five bucks worth of geopolitical premium in there. I still don't care because the fundamentals have gotten better. It sounds like Venezuelan oil barrels will actually come offline, most likely. So to me, the fundamentals have improved since October and the price is lower. That's That sounds like that sounds like the kind of thing I, uh, I want to buy. How much impact do you think China's having on, on oil right now? Um, a, a decent amount. They, they, they have definitely of late kind of stepped up their their imports nothing crazy but they've imported more um but you know it it they're tough to game out with that stuff they, they may or may not keep importing more they like to get it when it's real cheap and then stop and wait for it to get real cheap again so 
um, hard to know. What what we do know is that there are satellites that literally track every every barrel of oil that's above the ground that you can see with um, you know with radar or or um, or, or like EO sensors, but you can measure the shadows inside the the tanks and all that stuff. Do all the math. So those satellites that do that are telling you that in the last month you you've seen those above ground inventories fall a lot. And then the EIA data here in the U.S. like we've seen we've seen a lot of barrels come out of um, just out of the U.S. in the last uh, couple months. And then on top of that, we we basically know that we have had overstated U.S. production for a few months too. So like you add all that together, it tells me like supply and demand is, is I'm not saying it's great, but it's better than people think now and and definitely better than people have thought for the last two, three months. Hmm. I think that's why price has picked up of late and we haven't even triggered the part where all the CTAs go by it. And, and you know, then the generalist people that, you know, don't know how oil works will go buy it. But so I'll, it, it still has all the catalysts to move higher, just sitting right in front of it. It's just a matter of, it has to go like cross 80 bucks and then everyone's going to want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What other data do we have coming up on the week? Uh, oh, the other one that we Jobs. had was the Amazon uh, earnings. Yeah. Solid. Amazon was up 14% revenue growth year over year. It, it goes to what I was talking about. I, I, just, I, I did. You, I don't know if you dig into that enough. I, I'm assuming that's mostly just like cloud bonanza, but I would think I, I, I heard holiday spending was up. I haven't dug oh, it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I haven't dug into the numbers. Um, but you know, it, 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 you look at Amazon too, you know, you look at that revenue growth, their cost goes up a little bit, you know, they, they shave off, you know, 10, 15,000 employees and boom, earnings are right back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I'm, I, and, and, and I'm kicking myself because and I told you, you know, my thesis all along in 2022 was hold on, hold on to those, uh, you know, hold on to those, what were, I even forget, what are we calling them before Meg seven I'm, or Fang? Hang yeah. on, hang on to those Fang names. We didn't have Apple just because of our, you know. But, you know, Meta in some good size, Google in some good size, Amazon in some good size, Microsoft in some good size. And and the whole thought was, I'm going to hold those and be short tech and long energy, right, for 2022. I did all of that, but I didn't fall through with the final part, which was I promised myself I'd take the winnings from the short tech and buy the Fang names, you know, as they went lower, right? Uh, and the logic at the time was what I said. Like, I just don't think, I think these things are monopolies that are totally past the point of business risk. And I think it's only legislative risk. And I just don't see any legislative action happening against them until the economic, you know, situation is more settled, uh, you know, and things die down a little bit and uh, didn't fall through, didn't fall through with the plan. And I paid for it, missed out on big, big rips. But um, it, it, the thing is, you, you might be able to just win with that, that whole thing all over again, but maybe shorting, you know, the Russell instead of, you know, Tech X, Mag 7. Like there, there's still ways to do it, I think. Um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta plan to work and work the plan. There's no doubt about that. And yeah. I know the feeling of having a great idea and then watching it melt away. Yeah. And just not, you know, in not staying disciplined, you know, I, I, and I'll tell you exactly what it was. I bowed to, even though we were, a, we, you know, we were flat most of your life. I mean, we just, we didn't get hit at all, but just clients, I don't know what it was, man. I, I just, I buckled and lost my nerve and it didn't add. And, uh, Chalk that up as a mistake, folks. Stick to your plans. Don't deviate from the game plan. Anyway, all right. Um, I think we pretty much covered it. You got to go. Yep. 
We will be back tomorrow to give you another edition of The Dots and see where this crazy market and economy ends up. Anyway, all right. Have a wonderful uh, evening. We will see you tomorrow. You're listening to the Know Your Risk Radio podcast. Download and subscribe at knowyourriskradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.